sorry. It, I just, I that? just, uh, that, that was the stutter, the stutter water. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's no, there's no punctuation in Mandarin, uh, David. That's why your text sounds so. Well, yeah. And also, but I also like emphasized like three words in this entire thing and they didn't need to be capitalized. So, hey everyone! I just <laughs> sent out the secret Santa for this year. Please check your email on the fifty dollars year. I'm like, what the hell was I doing? But it's already too late. I don't want to fix this. Well, luckily you've you just sent it to people who already know how fob you are. So <laughs> yeah, can I get your voice for my Google Maps voice? <laughs> Turn left now. Merge now. Blinker on. No blinker. Everybody, good luck. No blinker. Just go. <laughs> Just, they'll figure it out. That's what insurance is for. <laughs> you turn, you turn. Not my turn. Okay. All right. No, we're not doing this anymore. Okay. Uh, um, that's my favorite part. <laughs> Guys, what episode are we on? It's uh, seventeen, I believe. Holy shit! I know. All right. So we're almost welcome. in the tens uh, on on the uh on what's actually published oh shit yep that's that's Ooh, on me. yep we're about to hit the double double digit uh special and, and that's when we get the big bucks Woo! so welcome to another episode of dos naf cinco's this is episode number 17 as always i'm your host david and i'm Stuart. and i'm ben all right well uh guys we are on episode number 17 this is uh pretty exciting we are we've gotten at least what almost four months worth of uh podcasting now like is that what it equates to that's yeah well i mean if one a week you know yeah, yeah i guess that's true yeah. 17 weeks i mean we're yeah we started in well over four july months. yeah wow no that did, that feels like so long ago no way it, hang on it was like the end of july wasn't it hang on i'm looking at my last modified date of episode one this is where we do. This is where we do Spanish fully. Nope. Don't. Nope. Oh wait. Shit. Holy tap dancing Christ. You're right. <laughs> well, actually. <laughs> Actually, it's the barely. end of July. Yeah, it's barely. Like end of June. July yeah. 31st. So. Yeah. Oh. Holy shit. Wow. Well, I, mean... I was about to say, no, you're fucking wrong, but <laughs> I think it took us till September to actually publish the episode. <laughs> well, I think uh, we're starting to realize, you know, we're starting to get into this groove where we don't need to edit as much, and I think oh, that's just... for sure. Yeah, I'm, it so much easier. I'm so, I'm so not editing it like I was doing the first couple episodes. Yeah, well, I mean, it, you kind of lose that, like, pattern, or you lose that, like, natural flow if you edit it too much, and it starts breaking up a little bit. It's not like yeah. one of those, like, YouTube videos where you can tell they obviously, like, just jump cut to something. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, I, they didn't like the way that flowed from the intro to whatever they were recording, so they just chopped that up and re-recorded, you know, 45 minutes later, because you can see the sun coming down. But yeah. um, I think in the uh, earlier episodes, I was spending a lot of time uh editing the parts where ben would lag out and try to like make it sound like he didn't lag out mm. but now i just don't even give two shits like now i mean <laughs> we got our separate recordings but when like <laughs> someone says something stupid like i'll just leave it in for the yeah, most for I the most part 
My favorite part is whenever we say, yeah, we'll just edit that out, and then none of us are editing anything out now. Oh, that's the best. That's the best part. <laughs> please don't please don't put this on the podcast. Damn um, it, Stu, yeah. why is this being repeated more than once in this podcast? <laughs> I definitely didn't say it more than once, but um but yeah, no, this is this is a huge feat. I'm definitely very um excited because I see that this is gonna starting to go places. Um I can feel the money coming in already. Yeah. So <laughs> any day prepare now. for us to sell out. I mean that's been the plan from the oh, very beginning. Yeah, that's so. making no qualms about it. Uh <laughs> as soon as we get some money, like I don't even care. Like, I know we've already shouted out what Popeyes chicken, dude. If we least... if Popeyes if we were uh, sponsoring Pop if Popeyes was a sponsor, that's like, that's the end game. We're in the end game we at made, that point. We, we made it yeah. at yeah. that point. Oh yes. Side note, uh, for secrets and I would not be mad if someone came to me with fifty dollars worth of Popeyes chicken sandwiches. You know, just I'm sure okay. they have, I'm sure so, they have gift cards. No, I don't want a gift yeah, card. So, I want. Oh just the sandwiches you want what if they're like cold and I'll eat gross them. he, I'll eat them. he okay. did not say it had to be a certain temperature i think he's i mean he already made it known fifty dollars worth of popeye's chicken sandwiches you can get fifty dollars worth of fresh sandwiches yeah but if you eat it right there cold. and then you know i don't have to wait you know i could just what if like wherever we're doing it at uh the the <laughs> and then also wherever we're having the secret santa uh-huh. um go ahead I, I really wish we had recorded this episode before I sent out all the secret Santas. Uh. I would have guaranteed me or you <laughs> up with him. And then we would have had to go to at least probably 10 different Popeye's chickens because there's, I think, a limit still, right? Like, there I is? They limit you to, they, the one by my by my work is still limited. They say you can only have up to four at a time. Oh, I thought this was America. You gotta, you gotta, wow. pull, the, uh, you gotta pull the movie pass... Uh... <laughs> The Popeyes movie pass. pass switcheroo, yeah, where we, <laughs> I think where we single-handedly it, it, put movie pass out of business. <laughs> <clears throat> so it, I mean, at this point, I feel like it's so popular. St- apparently, it's still popular still that uh, Postmates you can order everything else on the menu, just no chicken sandwich. But yeah, you can't order the chicken sandwich. But I was just very surprised. You can order everything else off the Popeyes menu off of Postmates, but not the chicken sandwich. No, I saw on Postmates. I was I was looking at it this weekend. I saw it on the menu. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe it, I saw it two weeks ago. So, oh, I saw it two weeks ago, and yeah. I I didn't see the the uh, sandwich listed. But but yeah. So if we um, get if whoever you know gets the one of us, they can just wherever we're doing this at, uh, we can just oh oh what's that at the door? Oh, it's DoorDash or it's you know Postmates, and oh what's that fifty dollars <laughs> worth of chicken sandwiches? I just saw Ben's updated wish list. And it shows Popeyes. it says fifty dollars worth of Doritos, in parentheses nacho cheese or Popeyes chicken sandwiches. I don't think they make a Doritos Popeyes chicken sandwich flavor. Well, I guess you know if you're my real, real friend, you know you would find a way. <laughs> There's a whole bucket worth of uh, just nacho cheese, and then forty-five dollars worth of uh chicken sandwich. we should we should probably try to do this while thomas is in town yes that is the plan uh, i think we're gonna probably do it sometime in the last week of december when he's here mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll coordinate something but definitely uh they have been sent out um try to update your guys's wish list if you want to help out your secret santa if not you're probably going to end up if you have keith it's going to be a four fifty dollar gift card in a giant box and then you're going to might want to throw it away the uh the wrapping and then you might not even get a present because you don't know where you 
where he tied the uh, he taped the gift card. I thought you were gonna get uh, an obscure uh, reference uh, oh, in the form uh, of a costume get sh- that oh, he yeah, wasn't he's... even there for. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's why. Oh, okay, yes, thank you. Now I remember. Um, I was like, why do I have this safari hat and these <laughs> pairs of shorts that don't fit? It did. Right. <laughs> Are you gonna wear it? Are you wearing it right now? I'll wear. I will wear it for our or for our Christmas oh, party. Oh, awesome! Can you be in char- <laughs> Can you be in character also? I uh, there may be a sighting on uh, the uh, for, for parking the, lot. For the listeners who who aren't aware, I feel like we should at least get, shine some light on what we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> I've said this is like several years ago. I, I, by now, like two, maybe, maybe like two or three. Yeah, I, I'll give it two. Two years ago. Uh, where were we? We were outside Love Letter talking about That's how right. how bad. We were waiting for a table, and we were talking about how, while we were watching, how bad all the Asian drivers Asian were drivers. trying to park, and we were eventually led up to us joking about how we'd have like a, a wildlife TV show where David would be the host, uh, kind of dressed like Guy LaDouche <laughs> from MXC, uh, where he would <laughs> he would be, he would be uh, commentating on how how badly people were driving. We saw like three near crashes in the span of like five minutes <laughs> like so that's kind of what spawned that whole thing oh they don't pay attention <laughs> oh no record four centimeters uh, yeah he'd run up with a tape measure to see how close uh, someone got to crashing into another car so that that was the character i don't think we had a name for him maybe it was just uh, the parking parking la douche parking <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, we never really fleshed this out. It gave us a lot of really good laughs, and I didn't realize that... Ke- I don't know how Keith got Keith, wind of it, but then... I don't remember how either. I think we were just talking about it, and he picked it up. Kind of like like how when you, you've talked about where you see you hear of movies, or you know enough about a movie, but you've never seen it. Hmm. Kind of like that. Like through osmosis, he kind of picked it up. Oh, that's what I've been doing for all these movie reviews we've been doing. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mostly just read the IMDb and then I base it off whatever uh, Ben's synopsis is, and I just try to just smash them together and mm. hope that that sounds like something like a movie that we would watch. Right. Wait, really? Yeah. No, okay. I mostly just use my review of Angry Birds two, and I just pigeonhole it. Change, into... change the words around. <laughs> pigeonhole. I've, Get it? I mean, I've literally been making up <laughs> every single word of my review. So, <laughs> wordsmith. Yep. So I just right, do well, lorem ipsum enough times, and it, <laughs> uh, I get my uh, review. All right. Well, uh, other than just you know, welcome back from your Thanksgiving. I hope it was good for everybody. Um, while you guys were out, did you guys see anything besides our movie of the week this week? Snow dogs. Five now, uh, dog. Uh, Arctic, Arctic dogs, dogs. I think you mean. Arctic dogs. Wait, yes. did you watch Arctic Snow Dog Dogs, five. David? Because we watch Arctic I, dogs. Yeah, I saw I saw five now dog five. Uh, well, this episode's a wash. Uh, <laughs> we get a... No, I saw I saw Ford v Ferrari. Well, I saw Arctic Dogs. So. I also saw Arctic Dogs. This is going to be very interesting because I'll be talking about physical, like an actual race, Le Mans, and then you guys are going to be talking about whatever his name is is a race to send letters to Santa. Wow, David, I, I can't believe. I know it's a postal you, thing. You, Whatever. You stole my okay. Joke. Um, oh, I, 
<laughs> I know that um, you guys had watched the Mandalorian. Are you guys all caught up? I am. I am still. I think I'm three quarters of the way through the last episode right now. Chapter wow. four, yeah. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, chapter four. All I will say is, wow, so good. Wow. Wow. Um, I need some help because uh, I'm trying to figure out where this series is supposed to be placed. Is it supposed to be between... Ah, wait, do we need to do a mini spoiler zone? Well, I mean, I don't think well, that's... I just, I just want to know, you know, I just want to oh, okay. know which movie is it fit in I've between, also uh, had this between. question I've talked to someone at work about who is also into Star Wars, and I don't. they weren't sure either exactly. I, th- I thought it was a prequel to... I think to it's post-episode the... uh, six. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So Because, uh, well, yeah, I don't think this is very uh, spoiler-heavy, but they do talk about, you know, the fall of the Empire and everything, so right. I don't think that's a big thing. I, okay. I think the reason why I was calling for a mini-spoiler zone was because, what I, at least for me, I was, when I was, before I started watching it, I was led to believe that this was a show about uh, Boba Fett. Oh, uh, that's what I thought too. That's why I was like, "Oh." Um, and then as I'm watching what? it, it's like, "Wait a minute." Okay. I wait, mean, wait, wait. So super, yeah, outs- super hot take. Of the, I w- super. Okay. I don't care about Boba Fett. Never have. Never will. Yeah, me neither. That's why I was wondering why they're making him such a badass when oh, we all okay. know what happens to him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Uh, everyone I've talked to growing up, everyone's like, "How do you, how do you hate Boba Fett? He's the best." I'm like, "What do you do? He didn't do jack shit. Yeah. He just fucking died." I, my friend. My friend hyped him up so much to me before I'd ever seen any Star Wars movies. Yeah. And then I finally saw him in, uh, it was in the, he shows up in uh, Empire, right? Yeah, he first shows up in Empire, yeah. And then when, and then his, you know, his uh, demise in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I was like, are you fuck, are you for real, dude? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I am really glad that the Mandalorian, I don't know, he definitely does uh he gets mandalorian's a good name <laughs> you know? yeah i like i really like how he's able the character is able to emote and you don't even see his face yeah seriously i really like this you know i i really like where the show's going how they handle his character and like what you said he's able to convey a lot of what he's feeling through actions and through you know through his character i suppose yeah so yeah, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying it. Wait, David, are you all caught up or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on. I already finished episode four. Okay. Or chapter chapter four. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, can we go do a tiny little spoiler thing? A mini spoiler zone? Yes. All right, please. Uh, we're gonna enter a really mini spoiler zone. If you haven't caught up on the Mandalorian, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sucks. We're talking about it. I just. That this is literally the hottest thing that's happening right now. Like everybody is talking about it. That like, Mandalorian, he... he's so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> he can turn left. Okay. Um. But yeah. So yeah. Go ahead, Ben. Okay. So this wait, one... wait, wait. Before we before we do that, I thought you said you're only three quarters of the way in. I I am, or three quarters of the way of the last episode. The last episode. Yeah. But four. you're not going to be talking about the last episode. No. This, I'm dick, this I'm... more has to do with the overarching story, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, so there has been some interesting speculation about what the whole purpose of getting baby Yoda was, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, we, we don't really have a clear understanding of like what, what these uh, people want to do with it. We just know that they want, wanted a baby Yoda, but, and they were doing something with it. 
and Mando jumped in and saved him, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so some people have noticed that uh, the scientist who was uh, conducting these experiments, the younger one, not Werner, Werner Herzog, mm-hmm. uh, he has a patch on his arm and it has a symbol on it that has only been seen once in the whole Star Wars universe. And that was on, fuck, I can't remember the name of the planet, but pretty much it's the planet that makes all the clones. Uh Oh, yeah. So, oh, you think they're going to try and clone Baby Yoda? That's uh, that's a theory right now. That is, yes. and and I don't, and obviously, I think we're just using Baby Yoda as a uh, as a placeholder because it's not actually Yoda. Yeah, yeah. it's supposed. To, it's, I heard speculation that it's supposed to be Yoda's kid. Yoda's kid, or whatever type of alien Yoda is. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, so so the I forgot her no, name. I looked it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone said that he and the other. I don't know what race they are. Yeah. I don't even know what they're called. Um, the other Yoda, but a girl Yoda, <laughs> um, was on the, also on the uh, Jedi Council, and they said that this is their spawn. Jeez. Oh, okay. Wow. That'd be a pretty cool connection. Yeah, so, but that's crazy that it, at 50 years old, it's still a baby. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, they, Yoda was pretty damn to old. Be, like, yeah, he was like he was like hundreds of years old, right? Like he was at least almost like a millennia or something. Uh, I can't really remember, but I just know he was ridiculously old. Like he was sure nine hundred. Uh, there you go. Yeah, nine centuries. He was nine yeah. centuries old. Jeez, and still spry because yeah. of uh, uh, Metamucil kept him regular. Yep. <laughs> Gotta get your fiber. <laughs> Shout out to Um, Metamucil. Thanks for the sponsorship. (laughs) Enter code Metamucil for free Metamucil. Punch in your code Dose and a Half Cinco's to stay regular. For for free constipation that you can then use Metamucil to remedy. (laughs) So, but yeah, no, I'm excited about this. I feel like everybody else is too. And this has been a really... uh, good series to, to definitely like finish out this year do you know how many episodes we're supposed to be getting nope yeah i don't know i'm gonna guess that it's around 10 but no but that's only okay that doesn't seem good enough because it's 10 episodes at half an hour a piece uh, it's, it's more than half an hour right i thought it's like 40 minutes 40 50 minutes i'm rounding down because I, I that's unacceptable <laughs> these need to be at least Full hour long, don't don't Game of Thrones me, bro. But apparently they're uh, they're spending quite a bit of money. I think each episode's costing them almost fifteen million dollars a piece. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, with all the props and everything, the star power that's going into this, it's yeah, it's yeah. There's a lot of good uh, casting, like a lot of good uh, you know, big names in this. Seriously, like even like behind the scenes, you know, we got John Favreau, we have Taita Waikiki. We have like um, David Filoni. You know, there's Warner Herzog is actually in the show. Uh, I love, I love that guy in Law and Order SVU. Ice T. No, David. You said David. What? Dave Filoni. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was he was a stabler in Law and Order SVU. He was. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. No, he he wasn't. No. Oh. So it was Ice T. Yeah. 
What are we talking about? How do? Where are we? Are we? We got to exit this mini spoiler zone before it becomes a. Oh yeah, uh, before it becomes a full spoiler yeah. zone. So, <laughs> Get us out uh, of here. We'll, we'll probably, yeah, we'll probably keep uh, revisiting this every week because this is definitely a topic worth covering. Um, we might just have to roll this into our, you know, spoiler zone, spoiler zone. But um, other than that, that you know, Mandalorian's really exciting. So we'll just jump right into it there's actually quite a bit of movement since uh you know we took the holiday off for thanksgiving and now we're back so we'll start off with the number one movie in america for the second week in a row is frozen 2 followed up by a newcomer and number two is knives out that is the daniel craig and that one's got a lot of stars in that one uh number three down from number two was our movie of the week this week which is 4v ferrari uh number four is a newcomer into the top five is Queen and Slim. Number five is our number was down from number three, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Twenty One Bridges moves down from four to six. Playing with Fire slides from six to seven. Midway drops from five to eight. Uh, Last Christmas stays at number nine. Joker also stays at number nine. And we had a couple that were in the top ten are, that are now out. That is The Good Liar and Charlie's Angels. Um, gentlemen, any thoughts? I'm not surprised by number one. I'll say that. Yeah, that's the. Stu, quick before Ben says it, why is number why is Frozen Two not surprising? Uh, a- animated ch- children's family movie, not rated R. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, some <laughs> Disney actor. Oh, damn! Uh, I missed the big one. So, I missed so the close. big one. Ah, shit. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I think because I didn't really know if Frozen was Disney or not. <laughs> wow. What? How do you not Frozen? How do you not know that Frozen is Disney? Yeah, that, that... Uh, I don't know, David, because I'm 31 year old man. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Oh, so you not uh, you are not a upper two for all of the something? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I just saw Papa him culture, Papa culture. You know not the Papa culture. <laughs> wow, wow, that was horrible. No. Okay, um, so like- outside of the number one movie in America, which has already grossed two hundred eighty-eight million dollars in two weeks, um, obviously not the biggest Disney movie of all time, obviously. But um, let's see, opening. Opening weekend for original for Frozen was 127, and I believe for Frozen this time when they opened that was 130. So it's pretty pretty up there for sure. Um, they're roughly right about the same. I mean, not to say that four million dollars short is the same. I would love to be four million dollars uh, <laughs> different. But yeah, other than that, uh, did you guys have a chance to check out any other ones? Were you guys surprised that um, Knives Out would place number two? Does that seem a little bit higher? I would have thought that um, we would have gotten one more week, uh, you know, top one and two for 4v Ferrari. Um, but I don't know. I mean, Knives Out looked like it was going to be a good good one, so I'm not really surprised by that. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it, seeing it. If, uh, I'm assuming uh, that will be our movie of the week this week. But oh, okay. But... Uh, I like I'll definitely be seeing it regardless. Yeah, I'm not too surprised by this honestly. I, I kind of expected Knives Out to take number two with Frozen staying at number one. It's uh, it's been the Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, a lot of people going out to go see movies, and uh, 
Knives Out was the movie to see for this Thanksgiving. I definitely didn't expect it to beat Frozen. So, I, yeah, landing at number two seems about right. And I gotta say, yeah, uh, I did have a chance to check Knives Out, and it it was pretty good. <laughs> Knives Out, out, out. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. Is that how you're gonna sign off today? Yeah. Knives Out. Yeah. Wait. Knives Out. Uh, did you guys ever? Did you guys ever watch uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World? Yeah. No. Wait. You really? His girl. His... I have not. Whoa. Wait. There's another a movie that Stu hasn't seen. Hey, this is like one for me. You guys have no, like no, no. Three That's why movies. I was surprised. <laughs> no, no. I. Shit. You've never seen Scott Pilgrim. I mean, I've seen it. I just, I don't know if it just never didn't really appeal to me because I didn't know what it was about. Do and you not? Never bothered looking into it. Do you know what it's about right now? Scott Pilgrim and whatever versus the world. Yeah. Do you know what it's about? No. Holy shit! This is amazing. You could go into it completely blind. Oh. Okay. How I kind of want. I, I kind of don't it, want it. I don't want to. I don't want to prep him at yeah. all. I think he, we should just watch it so that way we can get a like. Uh, fresh like kind of like review i don't know i feel like when i first saw the movie i had already been exposed to it before and so i went in with a lot of preconceived notions so i want to see if you know how Stu would kind of view it i guess without being manipulated at all or influenced at all yeah like i went into it blind like i didn't know anything about it man like it was interesting i thought it was fun but we'll uh, we'll leave we'll leave that up to Stu okay. for sure. Well, I That's guess I definitely got, a good I one. I guess I got some homework. Yeah. Dang. Yo. Okay. I think it's on Netflix still. Uh, I think they actually just took it off. Oh. Because wow. I tried watching it on the plane ride and I downloaded it, but apparently they took it off, so I couldn't watch it. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim is. Oh wait, no, it is still there. Yeah. Yeah, you can still watch it there. Um, are you surprised that Joker is still in the top ten? It's been nine weeks now. It's been holding has it, strong. Has it? That's crazy. Yeah. It's definitely one of the most successful comic book adaptations ever created. So, it, I mean, to say that I'm surprised would be, you know, very, like, an understatement. <laughs> Do we know where it places when it comes to like the other comic book movies? But I because I feel like three thirty is really good, but I don't know if it's as good as like all of the Marvel stuff. I'm sure like Avengers, you know, <laughs> Endgame, Infinity War, um, and you know some of the other ones. I'm sure would probably you know be in the top one, two. I mean, I don't know where the Joker would be at. Yeah, Avengers is definitely beating it still. Um, yeah, because they grossed over a billion dollars yeah. with a B. I mean, the current record it has right now is still really impressive, especially with the the budget that it was given. We'll see how it ends, but I want to say that, uh, well, it's still really, really good. It's... Uh, was it it's like 330 million dollars domestic right oh that's what it is joker becomes the most profitable yeah comic book movie ever yeah it's no, one, like lowest budget highest revenue it's like, 1.4 uh 0.048 billion worldwide so 
that's still really good, especially considering it's like still relatively fresh. It's the fourth highest grossing film of Warner Brothers of all time. Yeah, so right now, Endgame uh, domestic was $858 million. Yeah. Avengers Infinity War, 678 Avengers was 623 Age of Ultron, surprisingly, $459 million. Black Panther was... Wait, how is that? Oh, because this was box office worldwide. So Black Panther domestically seven hundred million, Iron Man three four hundred eight, Captain America Civil War four hundred eight, Aquaman three thirty five, Spider Man Far From Home with three ninety, Captain Marvel with four twenty six, Dark Knight Rises four forty eight, and then Joker uh, is at three hundred and thirty. Yep, domestic. Um, and then Dark Knight also was over 500, so 533. But but if you include international box office, that is that is something to be fairly proud of. I'm sure uh, if they were to come in for another at least another 40 million in the next couple of weeks, just to be able to kind of like cross the finish line, they'll definitely be uh, knocking on the door trying to crack a uh, top 10 for sure. Yeah. But they, I'm so surprised. Aquaman 1.1. Four one five billion dollars internationally. I think it did fairly well in China, didn't it? Yeah, eight hundred and eleven million dollars internationally. Huh. Yeah. Almost, almost tripled uh, everywhere else. That's crazy. That's a lot of people in China watching this movie. Yeah. I mean, one thing. They, one thing I want to know. They pirate it. Do they count those people? <laughs> Probably. Uh, I was looking at a. I'm looking at a, a specific DC uh, uh, movie uh, revenue, and how I always want to know how the fuck did Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice do more than Dark Knight Rises and The Dark Knight? Uh, Batman v Superman. Well, it's also because at that time, like comic book movies were still kind of coming into their own, right? I mean. I think it's more just a timing thing. No, it didn't. Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises uh, is one, $1 billion a piece. Wait, what am I looking at? Oh, wait. Great, so opening weekend. Oh, I think this is opening weekend. Uh, Never mind. This article sucks. I can't believe I turned off my ad blocker, blocker to read that. <laughs> and then now you're going to get a lot of spam. You're welcome. Oh, no, it's back on. Nope, too late. Nope. nope, there goes my identity. <laughs> Did you know? I like this list. This list includes uh, anything that was a like, comic or graphic based novel. <laughs> I'm looking at number number ninety seven, one hundred and forty seven million dollars grossed, you know, internationally and domestically combined. Garfield, A Tale of Two Cities. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why I got drawn to that one. And then there's some interesting ones at the bottom wait, for sure. Wait, which, uh, how much? Green Lantern 220. How much did the first Garfield make? Oh, I don't know. Damn it. Because. I'm sure we could probably find it in here. I'm going to say that it was probably more than the second one, but. Hold your horses. Garfield. Garfield the movie in 2004 grossed $208 million worldwide. 
Oh man, Bill Murray. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> that beat out Watchmen. Yep. Uh, Daredevil, Cowboys and Aliens, Fantastic Four, Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. Sin City? I thought Sin City did well. Uh, Not as good as uh, Garfield, apparently. Not as good as Garfield. It was, uh, yeah, $160 million. I'm really sad that Hellboy 2 did not do as well as Garfield, because I love that movie. I mean... The Golden Army? Yeah, I love that movie. That's, like, one of my favorite... I think the the original one did way better. Yeah, it probably did, but damn, the... The second one was... No, Hellboy is not in the top 100. Yo. Number two is. Holy shit. Yeah. Hellboy 2 is better than Hellboy 1. I knew it. Just like Rush Hour. Holy fuck. Oh Numbers my goodness. don't lie. Another God. more evidence. <laughs> so wrong. Yeah, where, where's Rush so Hour wrong. in this list? Where is Rush Hour? They're, it's not a graphic movie. <laughs> a graphic But yet somehow Rush movie. Hour 2 is in this list. What do you have to say about that? <laughs> David. Okay, whatever. All right. Um, so, uh, before we digress, any other thoughts about this uh, week's box office? I'm pretty sure we're going to see Frozen again in the top number one spot again for the next week. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, there's not anything coming out this week, is there? Yeah, I don't think there really is. Uh, nope. Yeah, I, I think I I'm know. pretty confident that it's going to stick there. It'll probably stay there till at least the new year, I think. No, well, stupid. Well, are you are you kidding me, David? Well, are you besides, fucking kidding hey, besides me? Besides Star Wars, oh, hold on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot that will probably knock it off its throne. I mean, we have Jumanji still. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not too big of a fan of the new Jumanji, but I, you know, it is popular. I feel like it. You mean the it out. you mean the sequel or the pseudo sequel they made? Yeah, I'm sure. In what about Spies in Disguise? Do you think that movie is going to knock it I off? don't think it's going to do well. Personally. I really don't think a lot of people are going to watch it, but I'm ready to be proven wrong. Also, holy fuck. When they <laughs> are marketing Jumanji, why are they calling it Jumanji 2? Seriously. What is this? That's blasphemy. It is. It really is. Everyone's just saying, catch Jumanji 2 in theaters December 11th. Like, what the fuck? Fuck off. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, there's some good movies that are coming out, but I think really Frozen's going to hold on to a lot of it. I think we might not see it drop out of the top five until probably Are we gonna, January. Do you want to put a, a ch- chicken sandwich where your mouth is? Yeah, let's do it. Top five, I think. No, Frozen that's, that's too until... easy. That's too easy. Top five is too easy. Top five's too easy. Oh, wait, you mean to the end of the year? To the end of the year. Ooh. Oh, I thought you just meant till next week. <laughs> to the end of the year. Oh, next huh? week for next week for sure. But I don't think anything else is going to knock it off until the end of the year. Well, I was going to so January second. I was, was going to say something not so long term. I was going to say if it's going to be like still going to be number one by next week. I'm sure it'll be number one. I am pretty week. confident. I mean, what about else that? is coming out? Yeah. There's nothing coming out next week. Though. All right, I'll take I'll take the other I'll take the other bet. I'm gonna I'll I'll take the other bet since someone ha- we have to make this a little bit competitive. Ooh, man, I can't wait to have that chicken sandwich next week. Uh, <laughs> I can already I already know what I'm getting. Yeah, can you get me the yeah, spicy you're a chicken combo, sandwich? The spicy combo, Cajun fries. I, I said chicken yeah, sandwich, not not combos. Oh, yeah, the spicy chicken fries. sandwich combo. 
Yes. Nope. It has it, the it's sandwich. It's all in the same word. Mm-hmm. I think it happens. Nope. It's already included. Okay. Chicken sandwich only. Okay, so the combo, can you replace my fries with just another sandwich? <laughs> another chicken and sandwich. And can you also just replace the drink with another sandwich? That'd be really, <laughs> that'd be great. Thanks. Uh, sub sandwich. So you just want three sandwiches. No, no I want, I want no. the combo, but I want to sub the fries for a sandwich. I want to pay for a the same amount as a combo, <laughs> but get three sandwiches. Or am I speaking fucking uh, another language? <laughs> now you speak my language. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we, the wager is on. Uh, <laughs> Stu, you don't think just just to be clear, gonna... just to be clear, my wait the wager is I'm betting that Frozen will not be number one by next week, and you guys are betting that it is number one. Yeah. This is a very narrow scope bet. It's not like I'm also... top five or top three. It's just that Frozen will not be number one by next week. That's it. That's the bet. Yes. David, do you concur? What? I concur with okay. with Ben. It's going to be number one next. No, week. I'm just I'm just saying. Do you? That's what the bet is. It's not like oh, yes, but it's still top three. Like nope, that wasn't. No, the no, bet. no, no, no. It is number one or nothing. Okay. Yeah, so okay. just get the combo ready for next week, all right? Steve? Okay, yeah, I'll have it. I'll have it uh, ready to go for me to eat. Oh. Actually, what we should do is for next week, when you're wrong, you mm. need to postmates it to me and Ben. Oh, you got oh. Damn So it. we can <laughs> eat it on air. Oh, that's going to take forever, though. Well, just and, uh, start you, at five, then. <laughs> <laughs> It'll tell, it tells you typically how long it takes. It's okay if it shows up a little bit cold. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to get 50 on Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're going to get $50 worth, not 50 chicken sandwiches. Wait, why not? Yeah, they're not. The chicken sandwiches aren't a dollar yeah, a piece. Yeah, it's not McDonald's. The limit is 50. Yeah, but, you know. No. Hey, they'll cut a deal, McDonald's, you know? it wouldn't, you wouldn't get 50 sandwiches from McDonald's. It's like a deal, you know? If you buy, like, 50 or more, it's, two it's sandwiches like a dollar for each. three bucks now. No. Two, McChickens. two sandwiches for, like, five. No, those aren't a dollar a piece anymore. They're not on the dollar menu anymore? No, I think it's two for three now. David, or, or Ben, is that accurate? Wait, for, sorry, for which one? The McChickens? The McChickens. Yeah, not a dollar anymore? That is accurate, yes. Oh, it's like two for two for three dollars now. It's or something yeah, like that. That is accurate. That's still a good amount of chicken sandwiches, though. It is, but it's not fifty chicken sandwiches That's like true. it used to be. Well, I don't know. Maybe if you get fifty, they'll say, "Oh, you got our fifty dollar deal or something." <laughs> that would be incredible if they actually did that. You know, like a Del Taco. You know how the Taco Thursdays or whatever it is, and then you get like Taco Tuesday is no longer three for a dollar now. It's three for a dollar twenty nine or Ooh. something. I'm like who cares? Yeah, who carries twenty nine cents around just to be able to? Who's paying with cash? Is what I'm asking. I did when it first came out. Yeah, when it was still a dollar, you just handed them a dollar oh five. I handed them a hundred. <laughs> oh wow. Do you have change? No, but we can give you the equal. Why didn't you of just? Tacos. Get, yeah, why didn't? I would expect Ben <laughs> Somali to have bought a hundred dollars worth of three uh, tacos. I did. Oh, that would have been three hundred tacos. I did. Yeah. Oh, I thought you, you said really? you were just buying three tacos. No, no, no. I bought $100 worth of tacos at Del Taco one or in high school when it first started. Mm. How long did it take for you to eat 300 I mean, tacos? It was a very I'm sure long you night. didn't eat them all, but... Nope. Ben, how, many, how long did it take you to eat all of it? Um, I don't think I ate all of it because people were helping me. 
Right. And I'm sure they started to get cold and soggy before you got through Well, them. actually, no. They act- I remember. They actually stayed warm for a very long time because of the residual heat they shared with each other. Mm. Did they get soggy, though? Yeah, they did. They, they did. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they did. They totally did. Very soggy. Yeah. The residual heat did end up with a lot of steam. So mm. Yeah. Steamed tacos. Uh, Steamed mm. hams. Mmm. Right, Ben? Yeah. Steam hands? Yes, yes. I, I, I get the joke. Or was it steam clams? It was steam. Well, no, it was. <laughs> I thought you said we're having steam clams. No, I said oh. steamed hands. Mm. Oh, okay. Steamed hands. <laughs> oh, real quick. Uh, I finally got to the episode you were talking about, I think, last week mm. or the week before where you, you were complaining about or everyone's complaining about the the aspect ratio. Yeah. I, yeah, I saw I saw the episode you were referring to with the Duff, yeah. uh, the Duff Brewery. Yeah, it did not translate well. Feels bad. Anyways, I think I think we've dwelled here long enough. We should probably move yep. on. <laughs> yep. So uh, we're going to go straight into our movie of the week this week. It is Four V Ferrari. Ben, what you got for us? <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> I know why he's doing this. A determined Go team ahead, of American engineers Uh-oh. and designers led by automotive visionary Carol Shelby and driver extraordinaire Ken Miles, hired by the Ford Motor Company, embark on a journey to finally defeat the Ferrari racing team at the 1966 24 Hours Le Mans race in France in a story of passion versus profits. Right, David? Wait, I thought we were reviewing Arctic Dogs. That yeah, that's that's that the, was that was Arctic Dogs. That's the plot of Arctic mm-hmm. Dogs. Why? What did you see? I <laughs> I saw Angry Birds too, and Frozen. <laughs> I I only get to watch three movies a week, <laughs> and I watched those three, and I missed. What we were supposed to watch. We were supposed to watch what? Wait, you said you could only watch three movies a week, and you watch Frozen 2 and Angry Birds 2. Does that mean you watch one of them twice? Yeah, Angry Birds. Well, I wanted to make sure it didn't change from Angry Birds 1 to Angry Birds 2. (laughs) I couldn't tell which one it was. And then I also paid to see Frozen twice, because I didn't know if that was the first one or the second one. Sequels really confuse me. So do you- that's why you don't like Rush Hour Two, I guess. Oh, what is that? <laughs> the plot was too. Uh, it was too highbrow for you. Like you couldn't. You couldn't, you couldn't follow what was happening. <laughs> need, need all the trials on this side and all the people. <laughs> what do you? What does he mean by they're gonna cut off their egg rolls? I don't. I don't get it. What is that? They don't have any egg rolls. <laughs> I just want to point for the record, uh, David, you quoted Rush Hour 2 during this podcast. <laughs> I have, I've done it before, yeah, yes. So, I, I, I don't know. You, you never quote I Rush Hour say 1. I, you, I you always quote say Rush Hour I 2. It's always Rush Hour 2. Hold on. I didn't say I didn't like Rush Hour 2. I prefer Rush Hour then 1. Then why don't you quote that more? I do. No, you don't. Mm, All this, the time. Really? Uh, this episode says uh, contrary. Uh, that is one episode. I've definitely said it more than that. All right, we're digressing. <laughs> we don't want to 
Well, too long. Stu, uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts on Ford v. Ferrari? It was a rootin', tootin', driving uh, extravaganza. Uh, I thought it was a really fun movie. I liked, uh, especially, I think the, the best part I liked about it was not going into it, not really knowing the story behind this. And I, like, well, I, some, I like it to intentionally, when, like, these types of movies or TV shows come out, I, I want to try to not know anything about it so that the I can try to glean from what happened in, like, what they're showing you so it was kind of like a fun uh fun experience to not only just like the movie in general but just to like learn how all that played out um so yeah i enjoyed it i'll give it a uh seven and a half out of ten uh ben what about you yeah i mean i really enjoyed it i uh i gotta admit i don't know too much about racing or, or cars for that matter uh i don't even know too much about the history or story of this but man it was it was pretty great uh i liked how they explained what the stakes were and how dangerous this was but they didn't dumb it down too much you know it it definitely you know appealed to people who don't know too much about the subject matter it explains it a lot but not too much i felt you know it wasn't very heavy they they weren't like it wouldn't cut to the guy saying, oh, he's got to do this because of X, Y, and Z reasons, and then cut back, and it it's the guy doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah, no, okay. no. Like, when they were in the <laughs> car, it was just, you know, the the focus was either on Ken Miles the whole time, or it was, you know, the cockpit crew who were trying to do other things that were important towards the race, not just, like, you know, dwelling on, oh, man, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? You know? Yeah. It, it was... Actually... I was going to go back and I want to revise my score. I'm going to give it 8 out of 10. Ooh. Because that was a good point that Ben just made. And so, yeah. Yeah, it definitely was a much more approachable movie. Yeah. It definitely wasn't just like, oh, it's only for car people. Like, it had had an emotional component to it. It was funny at times. It was sad at times. It hit a lot of the points. Uh, For me, up to leading up to the movie... I was very excited about it. I know a little bit of history about it, and I just really love this this juxtaposition that happens between just how the story kind of unfolds. And even though I kind of know the background of what happened, it was really interesting to see how it played out, how they interpreted the history behind it, and then at the same time, how they were going to allow for uh, Christian Bale and Matt Damon to be able to play out their versions of what they think happened and that chemistry between them was really good. I give it a nine out of 10. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed the film. I loved everything about it. I'm a little bit more biased about this because Shel- uh, Shelby does, you know, Matt Damon did drive my favorite car. My favorite car is a Shelby Cobra. And so the Cobra Roadster. And so seeing that on, on screen a bunch of times, I'm just like, Oh my oh, goodness. Oh, I, oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I could almost could not control myself a second. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think this movie had a lot of it. I was just curious to see how far in the story they were going to to get. Um, I'll talk about that in the spoiler zone. But for me, nine out of ten, knocked it out of the park. I thought it was a great movie, um, great version of the story for sure, and I think it was fairly accurate to be honest. Oh. Yeah, I didn't do any fact checking on the stuff. Yeah, but, me neither. <laughs> but I'm. I feel like there were some parts that were flubbed just for uh, cinematic effect, but sure. um, 
what was Ben? Ben, I don't think we heard your rating. Oh, uh, nine out of ten as well. I think I. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it looks like I'm on the wrong side of the fence today. I, I feel like for for movies in general, like once you get into that echelon where it's like eight, eight and a half, nine, mm-hmm. nine and a half, ten. Mm-hmm. Once you start getting it, well, obviously ten is just it's got to be like beyond you know perfect movie like everything you've ever wanted that kind of thing that's what i'm reserving it for so for me this hit on so many mm-hmm. points um if i knew that nothing else was coming out i'm reserving it for a couple other movies maybe frozen 2 might be a 10 we don't oh, know god i hope not <laughs> um so but for me this hit on so many points and i have really enjoyed cars um i don't say that i'm like a you know i know a lot about cars but when it comes to this particular car and this particular part of history i think it's so interesting it's almost like kind of like watching um the space race Mm. um that the u.s had against you know russia trying to get a man on the moon it's almost like the same thing where it's just like europe versus the u.s right and we're gonna do things the dirty and quick way we're gonna go with a lot of horsepower blah 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 and make it as light as possible and then you know it it was a very us versus them kind of story and i loved every moment of it yeah it's like an underdog story you know everyone, lo- everyone loves an underdog story <laughs> yeah i mean i'm not going to spoil anything uh but it was because it was in the uh in the trailer but it's how long did you say you needed nine like three <laughs> four hundred years that was, that was absolutely terrible british accent Sorry, by the way it was uh it's okay <laughs> <clears throat> I'm not Christian Bale. I am also yeah. Not, don't you? Uh, fr- yeah, you don't have to I, remind us. I'm not Ken Miles. <laughs> Man, you guys can this podcast on your own. Could have had Christian Bale on this podcast instead of David, but he uh, due to scheduling conflicts. Uh, <laughs> Crikey! We had to settle for David. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, it sounds like you guys have any other final thoughts before we go ahead and jump into the spoiler uh, zone. I will say that. I will uh, say. Oh. No, I will say. Okay, you will <laughs> say. Oh. Fine. I will say, um, it has uh, revived my uh, desire to get a uh, Camaro. Uh, uh, no, well, that's always been there, but uh, I was thinking about getting another um, stick shift, Ooh. just so I can something that has more, a uh, little more power than the one I brought previously, just to. Mm. Because I don't think I got a good, well, not a good experience, but uh, an experience driving a car that can like actually go fast uh, with this with a manual. Like, because you didn't feel you didn't feel as connected to the road as you would in a yeah, car that was proper well, that was a more like sport tuned instead of just. And a I'm not even talking about like car. yeah, I'm not even talking about like a you know it doesn't necessarily be, have to be a sports car, but like something that can at least like go faster than. You know, get your blood pump pumping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm actually I've been I was looking on around on Craigslist for you know see what's out there. Maybe you can buy Darren's car. No, I don't like Fiestas. <laughs> I thought he was on. A, I thought he was in a Focus RS. Nope, he's in the Fiesta as whatever the rate whatever the sport model of the Fiesta is. Fiesta RS. I think it's ST. Uh, ST. Yeah, that's it. ST. The Fiesta. STD, great. Yep. Well, I mean, there's uh the golfs. There's uh, I don't like hatchbacks really in general. So. Mm, okay. Well, I'm sure you'll figure something out. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stick shift Camaros available. Yeah, I don't think I'm ready for the V8 though yet. Uh, stick mm. shift. <laughs> so you want to go four cylinder? I'm probably six. Six. Probably six. Voice. 
All right. Well, uh, we uh, look forward to uh, Stu's update. I guess I'll have to ask you every week. Yeah. Did you buy a car yet? Did you, you buy, buy a car? No, yet? David. God. Yet? All right, Ben. What were you gonna say? <laughs> I really enjoyed this movie, also in the sense that it was it was very tense because I didn't know what was gonna happen. I know it was based off of true events, but you know, I I went into into it blind. I didn't read up on any of the history beforehand. So, you know, all the events that transpired, you know brand new news to me um you know I, I do enjoy those kind of stories where if it is based off a of true event i'll just not read up on anything so i can be surprised by the story you know that, that that's why i like movies you know that deal with like um like world war Two, mm. with, with um with jesus with you know like jojo rabbit saving private ryan mm. um Jeez. The one where Jesus was in World War Two. The one where Jesus was in World War Two. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, those kinds of movies—they're really good, really good. Well, um, you'll be—I'm sure you'll be looking forward to 1917 then. Yeah, that looks Don't really good. Tell I'm me what happened. Really excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we win the war. Yeah. Wait. There's, there's a. Who's we? Been sh- <laughs> the Fuhrer. China. <laughs> Well, actually, wait, no, it wasn't. It was the Kaiser. Sorry, wrong war. The Kaiser. Right? War. I don't know. Dar- Darren's gonna kill me over this. You know, whatever. Jawohl. I'm sure you guys have seen Hail it in, me. in theaters. Hail me. In the- in Hail the- me. Would you shut up, David? Hail me. <laughs> in the theaters uh, lately, they've been showing like the you know the pre previews. Have yeah. you seen the- Have you seen the one with 1917? Yeah. Where they're talking about how they had to do continuous shots and all that stuff. Yeah, that's gonna be I'm that's gonna be pretty cool. So yeah, so that'll be a good one. Oh wait, actually, right. there's one other thing I wanted to bring up. Um, oh okay. my god. Well, okay, so there he goes again. I I went into this movie actually 20 minutes late. Oh okay. And they were still Did showing you have movies. To use the bathroom. Actually, yeah, you know what? I think I was late to my showing too, but they were, yeah, they were still showing previews. Yeah, is it? Yeah, I think are they're going longer and longer, right? It used to be fifteen minutes after showtime that was like the buffer. Now it's like twenty, twenty-five minutes. No, I I timed it. It was thirty for me. Holy shit! Yeah, it was half an hour of previews. I'm just like, holy fuck! Like, I can't do this, man. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna show up late all the time now. Like, there's, this is garbage. <laughs> like you can watch all well, these trailers half online. An hour late. That's crazy. Yeah. Sorry, that was like a little rant by me. Mm. Oh, is it rant time? Yeah. Is it time to rant? Yeah, it's time to rant. All right. All right. Fucking people who go to the concession stand and don't know what they want need to fucking get they just need to leave. They just need to get go away. Go to their own theater where you can stand Yeah, where forever. you can all go stand in line and not know what you want by the time you get to the front. Yeah, do you have popcorn or anything? <laughs> what do you have here? <laughs> what? Do you guys have uh, spaghetti? I'd really like some spaghetti. Who are you, Keith? And corn cheese. Ketchup popcorn. Actually, you know what? I wonder Actually, if, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, ketchup flavored popcorn might not be too bad. Actually, the uh, flavored popcorn at AMC, or like the, I think it was like the caramel, 
Apple well, actually is pretty decent. It's a, it's very sweet. Oh, that sounds like pretty half, good. Yeah, actually half like once you get through half a bucket, I'm like I kind of want regular yeah. popcorn to kind of balance it out. But wait, what gourmet popcorn um, do they have at uh, Crick Korean? I don't think they have any. Oh, Crick Korean. Yeah. Um, I don't know. La- Bulgogi popcorn. Oh, I didn't check. Yeah, that would be pretty good. <laughs> uh, I don't. I think they just have the caramel and I think like flaming hot or something. I don't know. I don't remember. I thought they had like some. They sort did, of... I think they got rid of the chocolate. Oh. I think they got rid of the chocolate one. Oh, thank God. Oh. Which is a travesty because that was, that was oh, like amazing. That's, that's yeah, they not... had the chocolate cat uh, nut shrimp flavored popcorn. You mean these nuts? Uh, okay, I said it. <laughs> flavored. Got them. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> I think so. Let's uh, let's yeah. move into the spoiler yeah, zone. I think uh... we've talked enough about not uh, the movie. So. <laughs> about not spoilers. So yeah. So jump on in. Uh, we'll we'll do a better okay, one next yeah, week. Uh, all right. <laughs> so, uh, Stu, you were talking about there were a couple things that you wanted to talk about that you thought maybe weren't completely accurate. What what were you like? Uh, I mean, probably it was probably just like the stupid little things, like when uh, when uh, Carol Shelby like uh, walks took the stopwatch walk, and walk. Yeah, take. Or, yeah, maybe maybe that part or the part where like he drops the nut over on their side, so they think something like broke. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, little you know, dumb things like that. They're really just kind of like for the you know, almost like comic relief uh, during the very tense uh, race scenes. Uh, did they actually splice in actual footage of Le Mans during the race? Like, I I know his wife was watching it on TV. Was was that the actual footage? Did anyone know? I think so. I wouldn't see why it wouldn't be. Okay, yeah, I'm not sure. Well, I I think they spliced in some. They might have spliced in in other areas of the movie too. Oh, okay. I think. Well, I mean, I really like that. Um, there's this one scene I really liked where, um, to show the gravity and how dangerous the race was, uh, when they were first starting out, you know, when they're running to their cars and everything, and uh, Christian Bale, he's trying to pull out, and someone crashes right in front of him, right? It, it, mm-hmm. It's like this big scene, right, where, you know, it it just happens so instantaneously, and it's such a big deal, and he's just like, oh, Jesus, you know, and he just pulls out. <laughs> And well, he said something cooler than that, yeah, he, but he, he said, with his with his British slang. <laughs> yeah, he just says like a random insert random British bollocks. I don't Not know. even that. It's like oh, Jiminy Christmas on a tree. Crikey! <laughs> a random British phrase there, but I, I liked when they um, you know they showed it and it was just such a big deal. And then on the TV, it was just like a split second and it didn't seem so bad. You know, it was just like oh, a car crash in front yeah. of me pulled out. You know, but it just seems right. so much more dangerous up in up in person. You know. Mm-hmm. so like it, it really it raised the stakes of the race you know it, it made me feel that much more tense mm. it I, I feel like this movie made me feel very very stressed the whole time because i didn't know <laughs> if he was gonna die halfway through you know i'm just like uh <laughs> oh yeah. yeah well i mean you knew that you could kind of see just from like the way christian bill's character ken miles was just kind of like living life yeah was just like on the edge, just kind of like, uh, kind of like Cliff Booth, right? Yeah. In the same, same way. It's just kind of like, you know that. what? Yeah. Oh man, Roll same universe. Punches, whatever happens, happens. It, oh, same. That'd be cool if they they were able. They're both to cross in the over. '60s. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but yeah, no, they did a fantastic job in, in conveying the dangers of racing in Le Mans, um, and then at the same time being historically accurate with a lot of the stuff, like. I was surprised that they didn't just jump to the second race, that they 
um, talked about acquiring Ferrari, and then they were de- they were denied. Uh, they were debated. Uh, yeah, they they got screwed over because they left the this this clause in there that said that they were only going to allocate I think maybe two million dollars to the racing team for Ferrari mm-hmm. every year, and they could cut off his funding whenever. And that made him so mad that he said, "Forget it, I don't want to do it." And then that's when Ford decided they wanted to, and that was like, "Wow, I didn't realize that they were that accurate about it." And then. The first year they failed because they didn't let Ken drive, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't know that they were going. They were planning on doing that." I was like, "I thought they were just going to jump straight to the second one, mm. the second race that they were in, and they were going to do that." I'm not 100 percent sure about the the finish on mm. them like finishing all together. I don't remember that part of the story at all, but I was following a little bit because there's this one YouTube uh, like group of guys, a YouTube channel that does a lot of car stuff. And they were just talking about the book back and forth and what happened, how did they get there, and then how dominant they were after they won that first Le Mans and that the next, like, seven years, they won five out of the next seven, which is incredible. Wow. Um, but I remember I heard something about the that first race. The reason why they had the second car win, I think, possibly, was that they told one of them to slow down because the sponsor of the entire race um, was Dunlop. And, which is the, the tire company. And they mm. didn't want a Goodyear tire to win. So they told his car, one of the cars, to slow down so the other one could win so that way the Dunlop tire... So there was like some finagling there at that point. Mm. Um, and so there, there's some a lot of interesting stories about that. And I thought it was really interesting that they, they went all the way to the point where Ken Miles p- passes away. I didn't know that they were going to go that far. I thought after they won the race, they were going to high-five each other and call it a night. I didn't realize yeah. that they were going to... I- I could have done the story from that. I could have done without knowing that Ken Miles died uh, when I was watching the movie. <laughs> yeah, that was a, was like, a punch in the gut. It really was. Yeah. Oh. But I thought that they they gave uh, Matt Damon a, a, a chance to be able to give uh, Carol Shelby his the his version of Carol Shelby every single like part of the spectrum. Right, the happy, the funny, the sad, the angry the uh you know that that renegade kind of like attitude like i'm gonna challenge mm-hmm. the status quo that kind of thing whole spectrum was completely covered and that's the reason why i gave it a nine out of ten mm-hmm. because they they just gave him free reign and just said you know what run with it i want you to be quirky i want you to be able to do your own thing see what you would do to be able to screw with the the ferrari guys that kind of thing i'm pretty sure that was ad lib for sure yeah one of the things i remember going in the movie I- I thought from the previews that um, John Bernthal's uh, Lee Iacocca was actually I, th- I well, I didn't know that's who he was in the movie. I thought he was like a representative for Ferrari from the. That's previews. what I thought. Because <laughs> <laughs> when he's calling him fat and stuff, yeah. I was like, oh, he must be like the emissary from from Ferrari. Uh, but that was that was kind of cool to see that they're all on the same team, yeah. except for that stupid, you know, Weasley corporate you know, executive guy. Boo that yeah. guy. Boo. <laughs> Marketing director. Go or, go screw yourself. We, go it's slower. always those guys that are go slower. Yeah. Oh, I don't want me to, I don't want to be wrong. Also, was that the was that the guy who is normally in like the Adam Sandler movies? Uh do you know who I I'm don't talking think about? Steve Buscemi, no. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess uh I was mistaken then. <laughs> How do you do, fellow racers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want you to go infiltrate 
the race club. <laughs> um, I I really like the chemistry that Christian Bale and Matt Damon had with each other, along with you know both of their just individual charisma that happened on screen. You know, it really made me root for them, even though you know Christian Bale was kind of an asshole, or you know. It, Ken Miles seemed like he's a lovable asshole. asshole. Yeah, the lovable asshole. He's a lovable asshole, though. Yeah, there you go. You know, even though he was a jerk and everything, he was really good at what he did, and you couldn't help but like cheer for him. I really like the scene that really um, that really brought out the that characteristic for both of them was when uh, I guess it was the first time when Carol Shelby invited Ken Miles to see the the prototype of the car, right? And he's like, you know, just just take it for a spin. I just want to hear what you have to say about it, right? And, you know, Ken Miles was already saying, like, I don't want any part of this, right? He gets in the car. He takes it for a ride. He, you know, it, it follows him around. It seems like he's going really fast in it. He gets to the end, and you expect him to say something good about it because, you know, this is, like, the car that Carl Shelby's been, like, making or, you know, pitching for. And the first thing he says is, like, I hate it, you know? And they both bond over that that scene where... Mm-hmm. Carol Shelby saying like yeah right it, it sucks <laughs> and he's like yeah like it, it it feels like it's gonna take off you know it feels like it's gonna fly off the road because you know mm-hmm. all this wind's getting under it. he's like yeah no right like it, it fucking sucks and he's like what else do you think about it? and then you know Ken Miles is just sitting there and he, he puts up his finger he's like hold on a sec and then he takes it for another lap you know it's just like holy fuck you know they really sold I me on those I- characters I wish I had an airport I could drive around like that yes, on. Seriously. Also, this movie, it has a lot of the same themes as my other favorite racing movie, Speed Racer. <laughs> <laughs> the live action one? Yeah, because it's also about a racer who is trying to race for the passion and love of racing and sticking it to those corporate assholes. <laughs> but that one had a lot more drifting and a lot more tony hawk oh, stuff right. it was actually pretty much like tony hawk and initial d rolled into one tony hawk tony hawk pro racer yeah there's a lot of grinding like there was a lot of <laughs> grinding like a lot of handstands and oh and a lot of like mario kart shit you know like fire green shell fire blue shell and i don't care mm. what anyone says that's one of the best movies ever made i don't i don't care live action speed racer yep. Oh, okay. 2007. Yep. Best movie. Oh, you heard it here. Best movie ever made. Yep. I guess we can stop watching movies now. All right. I mean, that would that would have been your well, 10 out of 10. Wait, wait, I'm you're saying that that's better than Rush Hour 2? Yes. Wow. How, how are you trying to dunk on... He's just trying to dunk on Rush Hour 2. Yeah. Trying, he's just trying to belittle it and tarnish it. <laughs> drag its name through the mud. I am trying to talk it down to size so that way I can rip out its heart. <laughs> How can you talk After down Pennywise, to God? Pennywise styles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all they had to say in in It Chapter 2 was You're forehead. Fat. You're forehead. You're fat. Forehead. Forehead. <laughs> no, no, no. Five head. Five, Five head. head. Five head. Yeah. Oh, spoiler. Well, we already... <laughs> you already that was a previous episode yeah we already reviewed that one that was the that had plenty of spoilers already on that one um i think there was some something about i think the reason why i lowered mine to it well first i lowered it and then i raised it but um was there was something about like the the kid 
are a little like story they they kept going back to which i was just like ah, i can kind of do without this part uh, I, but unfortunately i don't remember <laughs> what exactly it was i'm not gonna lie i i kind of missed the whole end of the movie after ken miles died like i did not mm. know what happened after that i know there was a scene after that i completely missed it <laughs> There was a. It was. There, it was just. It was just Carol Shelby going. He was gonna go give the wrench that uh, Ken Miles threw at him at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Uh, he was gonna go give it back to his wife, and he was working up the courage, and then ran into his the son. Oh. Uh, outside the house. So. Oh okay. That was it, and then he speeds off, uh, recklessly, uh, dangerous uh, traffic, uh, dangerous Maneuver. driving. Like you shouldn't. You shouldn't drive that way on the streets. You're gonna but hurt. But he's gonna but hurt someone. Carol Shelby. He can't feel anything unless it's seven thousand RPM. <laughs> yeah. But oh, I don't I, care if I kill someone. I like the um, kind of the juxtaposition between Carol Shelby and uh, Ken Miles in the movie during the beginning, where Ken Miles, you know, he he's an amazing racer, but he can't drive just because of financial reasons, right? And so no, you can't drive because of his heart. No, no, that that's Carol Shelby. I mean, Ken Miles. Did I yeah. say Carol Shelby? I mean, oh, exactly. yeah. yeah. So Ken yeah. Miles can't drive because but... of financial reasons, and you know he's stuck, you know, driving around in his, you know, patchback. I don't know what that is. Family wagon. Yeah, the wagon, right? And so that kind of reflects his life. And then Carol Shelby also can't race, but he can't drive because of you know health reasons. You know, he has to take those pills, but you know he. He keeps wanting to drive faster and faster, and he drives around in the, what's that car, David? Shelby Cobra. Right, Cobra. the Honda Cobra Civic. Roadster. Right, the Honda Cobra. Civic. <laughs> no, stop it. Sorry, the, the 2008 light, light blue Honda Civic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's the year your your car. Yeah, close enough. That, that yeah. that's actually extremely close. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, I really liked how they kind of played that um, comparison to them. You know, they're they're both these these racers stuck in like the circumstances that they have, right? Really like that. And then they they find an uncanny bond between the two of them based on like wanting to challenge uh, like their own situations, right? Carol wants to be able to race again, but he can't because his heart won't let him. Yeah. Um, and then. You know ken wants to race but he can't afford to yeah because <laughs> he's got to pay pay his family and then uh, and then he tells his wife yeah it's 200 dollars a day and she goes what <laughs> yeah oh, forget everything and i, I f- just i keep feel, i keep yeah i keep forgetting that that's like that's a lot of money back then that's a lot money of money right, right now, now. <laughs> <laughs> 200 dollars a day yeah for two weeks i'd do it that's two thousand dollars like tax-free <laughs> like what are you talking about Wait, wasn't it? It was only for two weeks. Well, no, I'm just saying, like in a normal two week pay period. Yeah, that's. I I take that, David. I I totally. Take and it was probably they probably worked more than five days a week, so that's you know seven days, yeah. times you know two hundred yeah. per week. Plus, you know, all their expenses paid. So. Yeah, plus expenses. That's like a lot of money. You stupid. For, back then, nowadays, what is that? That's still a lot, David. I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> more than you make. A week. That's. Fifty-two thousand, fifty-six thousand. Oh, how many? All right, I'm gonna what, say conservative. Fifty-two thousand a year. 
I'm gonna say conservatively $200 uh, for five days of work. It's a thousand dollars. Two weeks, that's two thousand dollars plus expenses. So it's four thousand dollars a month, uh, basically plus expenses. So basically, you're not paying for food. You're not paying for uh, you know whatever Travel. rent, I guess. Yeah. That's just free money. So it's like, but yeah, but he's but he's paying for the house and everything all together though, and he's raising I, a family. Well, for back well, especially back then. You know, paying for the house was like for two hundred dollars a day. Paying for a house and family—that's like nothing. It, it's like five dollars a month, hmm. or something. However, <laughs> ten bucks a month, twenty. But I don't Dear know. God. But the median household income in California is seventy-one thousand eight hundred and five dollars a year. Wow. So he wouldn't. Well, if he were to be doing two hundred dollars a day now, uh, that wouldn't have been close. What is what is two hundred? What did you say it was? Two hundred dollars a day for, times for five times days five, is a thousand. Days. So fifty-two thousand a year. Yeah. Plus, that's also with expenses taken care of. So you're not paying. Basically, your your what you would your living expenses that you have to you know pay right now are you don't have to worry about. So yeah, and even yeah, especially back then, that's a lot of money too. Yeah, that's like way. That's like a. How do you not say yes to that back then? Yeah. So yeah, no, that's crazy in general. But you know the, how quickly they turn around from being like this. Like we want to make the the American car, you know, cars for all Americans, and then they turn around. And they're like, you know what? We need a race team to be able to make for a sexy name, right? Mm-hmm. Ferrari, Lamborghini, you know that kind of thing. Um, I kept forgetting that Fiat used to be a huge brand, right? I mean, mm-hmm. over here, Fiat's like, pfft, who cares? Fix it again, Tony, is what they say. About... Oh, is it really? I'd never heard of that before. Yeah. Fiat, fix it again, Tony. Yeah. Hmm. Because apparently yeah. they are, they were like Prong dog breaking. Sh- yeah, they were like dog shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yet, apparently, they had enough money to be able to buy Ferrari for eighteen million dollars. Yeah. Jeez. Well, so that's like right. how, like, uh, I think Chrysler, you know, they bought Mercedes, so. But I think at the time they offered, um, they offered Enzo Ferrari, I think, fifty million to buy Ferrari. Like he took like a way lower deal, I think. Mm. But other than that, yeah, no, I I thought the movie was great. I loved every moment of it, um, especially seeing the cars and seeing him like push the. I don't know anything about brake fade. But I thought that was extremely aggressive. Like, do brakes really get so hot that they glow red? I think so. If you're if you're racing like that, holy moly! Or at least maybe back then they did. I don't know. Maybe technology is advanced. Yeah, but I thought it was interesting that ever since Ford won Le Mans, no other U.S. companies ever won it. Um, I think it was all like Japanese companies. I think at some point. Wow. It's just like all the all the Akina speed stars and uh, their eight sixes just drifting all over the place, Let's right? See, in the last right initial oh, no, D, the, initial D uh, reference, t- anyone? No. The okay. last couple of years was Toyota, then Porsche, Audi, Audi, who got Audi, Audi, Audi? Yeah, Audi wins a lot of these. And you mean Porsche. you mean Bugatti or Audi? No, Audi R eight. Uh, was a winner R Audi R ten, R fifteen, R eighteen, 
And then they started going to like hybrids. Do they still do it for 24 hours? Yeah. Still okay. full 24 hours. I thought it was horseshit. That's how he lost. It's like, oh yeah, this guy like fault like started way further back, yeah. and that's how he won. I'm like, what the shit? I've been so mad. Well, he 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 uh he know he he won the moral victory. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's uh. That's the story for that. That's, um, uh, that's about it. That's, that's, uh, that's all she wrote, guys. So, uh, anything else you guys uh, thought worth mentioning? Favorite portion of the movies? I liked when uh, Ken Miles was telling off that guy in the beginning who like didn't know how to drive a sports car. He was just dunking on him. Oh, yeah. He, you need to drive it like an <laughs> actual car, not yeah. baby it like a, like a baby back bitch. That's yeah. pretty much in the whole movie, right? Just telling people off. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, Carl Urban and the boys. Just like I could just listen to them, like <laughs> shit on people all day. Yeah, that's it. That's it for me. Mm, yeah, same here. I mean, I would definitely suggest watching it. I mean, it's a good movie. It's got everything. Yeah, good acting. If, good yeah. story. Fast good, cars, good fast cars, good good racing sequences. This is what Fast and Furious used to be about. Yeah, before they became superheroes. Yeah, before they started fighting Black Superman. Yeah, it really reminded me of Speed Racer. It was great. It really spoke to a pure time in cinema. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well that's uh, that pretty much uh, do it uh, for our review of. Ford v Ferrari. We're gonna exit the spoiler zone. Woo, man, a lot of spoilers in there. Don't go in. Like, gotta wait at least <laughs> thirty to forty minutes. Those spoilers cool down. <laughs> um, and so for this week, I think you guys had mentioned you wanted to see Knives Out. I know Ben's already seen it before. Um, is that our movie for this week? I would like to see this. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right, so this week's movie of the week will be Knives Out. And uh, is there something you guys want to do for the special for the Christmas holiday? Do you guys want to do a special movie, or you guys want to wait for... I would I would like to do that. Okay. Um, are we going to do a Christmas movie, like Jingle All the Way? Um, like or there's do you no, guys want to hold there's on no, to? Go ahead. I would say there's no Christmas movies, com- like good ones coming out, I'm assuming. Uh, this Chris, last Christmas? No. Uh, Spies in Disguise. Arctic Dogs. That's a good. That's a good Christmas movie, right? Yeah. Dude, that's not going to be. It's got in snow. Theaters by the, it's not going to be in theaters by the oh, time. Oh, we'll find it. We'll find it, David. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's a Christmas movie that has a lot of frozen things in it? Frozen. No, Arctic Dogs. What's oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or or you guys want to review Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker for Christmas? Ooh. I mean, I think well that let's see what that's going to be it's December twentieth. Is that December? Is it really December twentieth? Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Two weeks. I have to uh, get my girlfriend caught up on all the Star Wars. Books oh my! Before then, Christ. I wish um, 
man, I really wish Die Hard was playing in theaters somewhere. Cause I, I would I would really like to do a Christmas episode on Die Hard. Yeah, you you can watch it. You know, somewhere. Wait, I'm pretty sure Keith's never seen Die Hard, right? That's probably true. So maybe we can do a Keith. We can knock it. You know, two birds, one stone situation here. And we could record live. Ooh, ooh, interesting. Yeah, if you guys want to do it here, we'll record an episode uh, post coital. <laughs> post coital. <laughs> post cinematographical. We can have special guests. Uh, we should probably, um, just so we have time, like it doesn't get in the way, we should probably try to record that within the next you know not on not during christmas week like before maybe before christmas like sure. one, of these, one of these weekends or something yeah we'll get together a uh, a keith movie weekend and uh we'll record the uh, episode then Sounds cool good. i like it i like it all right so stay tuned uh once again our movie of the week next week will be knives out and uh Look forward to our Christmas episode, which will be featuring our review of Die Hard, a movie Keith hasn't seen. And is also so, a Christmas movie. And it's also a Christmas movie. yippee Kaye. Did you guys ever watch the uh, TNT dub version? Where yippee Kaye, Mr. Falcon. Mr. Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I never saw that. That's pretty funny. What? Oh, I'm so glad Ben did. I was like, is he going to say it? Is he going to say it? Is he going to say it? Okay. Mr. Uh, Falcon. Mr. I, yeah, I thought it was really funny. I was like, is that a... I'm surprised they didn't say Mr. Falco. Like, <laughs> what? That made more sense. Um, but, yeah, so tune in next week. We'll be reviewing Knives Out. Once again, uh, as always, thank you for joining us for another episode of Dos Navcinkos. I am your host, David. And I'm Stuart. I'm Ben. Oh, look at me. I'm Ben. Ooh. <laughs> Don't forget to tip your Reiki masters, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Okay, bye. Bye.